So what is up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko. Chris so rudely tried to interrupt me, but what's up, Chris? Well, I didn't know we were gonna I thought I thought we were gonna do a cold opening. Just an absolute I mean, go. you gotta have the you gotta have the intro, dude. Even if it's botched, you gotta have you gotta have it. Dude, we I feel like some of our best recording, like our some of our best podcasting content comes out in like the first two minutes of you and i talking but we're never recording it we're just like talking and that's either it either it either is good content or it's x-rated content that we have to delete and re-record triple x-rated thank god this isn't a video podcast am i right yeah exactly dude people don't even know so much has happened. I had to go back to the archives to even see when the last time we recorded might have been. It was uh it was on the way home from Pennsylvania. That's disgusting, dude. Topo Chico lemon flavored. Lime, dude. dude. Twist the lime, baby. You, you bougie ass weirdo. One week two weeks in California and you're drinking <laughs> Topo Chico's. Dude, it's my that's my all time favorite drink, Topo Chico with twist of lime, and yeah, in I, the glass in the glass bottle. It's got to be in the glass bottle. Yeah, I like an S Perrier out of a plastic bottle. Hmm? I like that. Uh, yeah. Costco's Costco has the Topo Chico with lime apparently. So Ooh. Katie got a got a big old case of them. Oh. Living live the high life, baby. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing better than when Costco carries a product you really like. Because you can you can get an army's worth for basically eight nickels. So let's dude, I was I was trying to think of like all the stuff that we've done that we need to talk about. Well, first we need to apologize to our audience for Don't apologize to these shitheads. They don't deserve (laughs) they don't want it, first of all. Nobody listens anymore. We don't have an audience, just to be clear. This is bullshit. The fact that we're doing this, I'm only doing this just so that we can catch up because I haven't talked to you in like three weeks. It is true. Yeah, it is true. Um, But it's been been a long time since we we recorded. And uh, yeah, like you're saying, dude, just a ton of ton of stuff has gone down. I don't we haven't even really recapped. You know, I think we we've talked on the phone uh, briefly about some of the trips we've had, but yeah, um, well, let me pretty pretty light it off. Um, we because we need to talk about the tournament. Um, we need to talk about we do need to talk about that tournament. But <laughs> I meant I meant the the, uh, the structure <laughs> of it and how it was a great success. Not so much our individual performances <laughs> because that's. That's honestly not even important. Honestly, <laughs> that, we basically, we just sort of folded and that may have been intentional. That may not have been. I don't know. That, that's for the history. That's for the history books to sort of sort out. But um, no, I was, I, I was specifically referring to the, uh, to the Will Fries and uh, Danny Pinter, that 
cast for a cause tournament. Yeah, that- dude, it was it was fun. If we had we had a really you know we raised some money for Project Healing Waters. Uh, we had oh. some wet boys show up. We had a good time, dude. It was it was fun. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit later about that um, because. You're gonna you're gonna rip on me to the point where I'm probably gonna get sad and want to end the podcast after we save it for the grand finale. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for the grand finale, and everyone can. So, if you want to hear Josh make fun of me relentlessly, listen to the end of this podcast. But there are a few other things that we need to um, cover. I did a trip um, to Door County, Wisconsin. Um, Josh did a trip to. Uh, and un can we? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are up there with that. Yeah, crew. I would say it's, Michigan. It was it was northern Michigan. Okay, northern Josh Michigan. did a trip to Michigan. Um, and then uh, <clears throat> what else? Oh, you you need to. Did you already do a recap of one of your of your last tournament? No, I haven't. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I haven't done any of that, man. Honestly, just. We, I think we hit a time during the year where both of us are super busy. Kids get out of school. and Dude, my, you know. my shit is all messed up right now because we're moving offices right now and it's just been a nightmare. I mean, like it's been, it's been crazy, dude. So been super busy out of pocket. Um, haven't gotten to do, I feel like my summer hasn't even started yet. It's supposed to officially start like June 30th is like when my summer actually starts when we move into our new office and all of that kind of stuff. But anyways, that's boring. Nobody gives a shit. Probably not even you, but it's, it's, I don't. it's what's going on with me right now. So, um, well, we're, both, we're both busy. So we just haven't, you know, I haven't even, I there's been, I've fished like kind of binge fished like for like periods, but then there's also long periods where I haven't. So I feel like I've got, fishing in, but it's been very inconsistent. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, we both, we both caught a lot of big fish. Uh, what's your, what's your 20 count right now? Right now I'm at 11. Okay. So you predicted 20 by the end of 2023. So you have I'm nine. I've, I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. Honestly, I think, I think back when I was making, when I made the 20, 20s or 20 uh 20s and 2023 prediction i think I, I heard some snickers and i think the snickers have turned to maybe a little bit of anticipation you know they're i hey giving you credit where credit's due you i you know i i feel like some of the like travel that we do sort of unfairly weights uh our totals but we really didn't have any of the like crazy 20 inch destination travel we have traveled some but it hasn't been like you know some of the places where we know we're like walk away with multiple 20s it's kind of like both honestly we neither one of us have fished anywhere this spring that you know we fished previously and caught 20s so this is like yeah all new stuff uh i'm at five for the year so i'm a little bit behind you but um really you know, and I have one out of state. Or no, no, I'm sorry. We did catch, yeah, everything we've caught has been places we haven't caught a 20 before. Let's put it that way. 
Maybe we fish. You mean outside we the stuff that's outside of Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we got the 20 inch small games leaderboard going, uh, had a couple boys come through. I, I haven't done the latest update, but dude, I, let me tell you something. I get, I get like notifications on my phone every time an achievement orders place. Dude, it has been blowing up. When I was in California, it was like crazy. So I haven't, I haven't even looked to see how many 20s were submitted, but I know a lot of them were Smalley Games orders. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to run this next report and see see who's who's uh doing sure. well. But you quite a few Indiana guys. Uh... <clears throat> the Indiana boys were showing out. The Indiana boys were finally showing up. Uh, we got you know a lot of people talking smack and PA. I think they've slowed way down. So I think Randy's Randy's Bass Burgers is kind of wearing off or something. He might be taking medication for that Bass Burgers. Yeah, he might be, dude. I, I don't know what's going on with him. I, I'm I'm sad to see that his Bass Burgers is in regression. It's fully, <laughs> it's in remission. I mean, he's he's fully remiss right now on Bass he, uh, he, he went my, up to New York and got got a couple recently, but he slowed way down. For my sure. Bass Burgers is still fully inflamed, <laughs> gorged. <laughs> my Bass Burgers is fully engorged right now. So um, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and kick off uh, kind of the topics here because I have uh, I have a I have a couple I have a couple of uh, things to cover on on my trip to. We did a trip. Um, it was the last weekend in May, so it would have been a little over two weeks ago now. We did a trip to um, Green Bay is where we actually stayed, and then we sort of traveled all around from there to do some fishing. So and this was a family vacation, correct? Yeah, a family trip. So uh, went with uh, Derek Burton and his family uh, from Huger State Fishing, no big deal. Basically, an inter- internet celebrity um, yeah. with me on my vacation, uh, and then we went with another family, uh, the Solenbergers, great friends of ours. So, um, but and Michael Solenberger's a good fisherman too, somebody that I fish with when we go on trips and stuff. So, so anyway, so I had an excuse to go fishing, um, and I didn't really, you know, we were in Lower Green Bay, like in the actual town of Green Bay. So, you know, definitely like. I was interested in going up to like Sturgeon Bay and Little Sturgeon Bay and and all of that kind of stuff. And I'll get into that in a minute. But <clears throat> on the way up to Green Bay, I had something really bizarre happen. So I'm pulling my jet. Um, for those of you who don't know, I bought a Stealth Craft Stealth Weld uh, last year. And, you know, I'm going to be honest, like... I know, I don't know exactly what I said on the podcast because I have the memory of a goldfish these days and I and I don't exactly remember but like I'm I may have unintentionally or maybe intentionally put some shade on the customer service components of the company that I purchased my boat from. Um I'll just say that they definitely redeemed themselves in a huge way for me here recently. So I'm on my way up to Green Bay. Um, and I noticed as I'm pulling the boat, I got the whole family in the car. I start noticing this, this sound 
like, especially when we start to slow down and it's like a, uh, 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 like that. It's like a, like a chirping, you know, noise. Like it, it sounded like I, at the time I didn't really exactly know what it was, but it was definitely loud and my boat was pulling weird. It was like shaky and kind of just all over the place. And I was, you know, very like concerned that maybe I had a bearing going out or, you know, something. I wasn't exactly sure what was going on. So we hit rush hour traffic in Chicago on our way up. This is on the way home, right? No, no, this is on the way up. So we hit rush hour traffic in Chicago and I'm like, I can barely pull this boat. Like, I mean, it's like acting so bizarre. It's like chirping. It's all over the place, shaking, whatever. So I end up having to get off the highway in like downtown Chicago with a boat and my car, whole family in the car, the whole thing, driving through, trying to find an auto store or a parking lot big enough so that I can pull over and see what is going on. Eventually I find an auto parts store. I go, I like, I'm assuming it's the, you know, the bearings on the trailer and I like buy some grease. I like, you know, do the whole thing. So I, I go back there, pop the, pop the caps off of my wheels. And I look, it's, they're packed with grease. It's definitely not the bearings. And then I start noticing that the top, like the wheel wells are like hot to the touch on one side, especially like hot, hot. Like I can't, I mean, they, and like to the point where like this, the finish on the aluminum is like changed. And I, I can see that like, it is like scorching hot. So I'm like, okay, well clearly like the tires are rubbing on the wheel well. And like, so I check the tires, the tires look like they're in okay shape. So I'm like, I think I can make it the other, the, the last three hours up to green Bay. So I make it up to green Bay and I end up having to deal with this, you know, tire issue. So I end up, I end up changing the tires from 15 inch tires. I bought some 12 inch tires and I kind of figured out with the help of Derek that like what had happened was my torsion axle had failed on the, so the, essentially the, the trailer axle sits inside of this like cushion of like rubber rods. And that's what provides like a little bit of like suspension on your trailer so that the axle, when it bounces, it hits that rubber instead of going metal on metal and it gives you like a little bit of suspension and, and it doesn't make a loud noise or, you know, it doesn't ride too rough. It's just kind of a soft cushion that essentially your trailer rocks up and down on. So anyways, that axle was failing somehow the, the axle, you know, the, there wasn't enough rubber in there or they got twisted or broke or something. I, I don't know exactly what happened. So the trailer guy that I met with up in Green Bay was like, oh, yeah, I'll just switch you out to 13-inch tires. You should be able to get home, and then your boat people can deal with it. So I sent them an email, sent Stealth Crap an email. Hey, this is what's going on. I'm changing tires. I'm hoping that I can get my boat home, and then we can link up you know, to figure out what to do about it because this thing's only like six months old, seven months old. So I end up... Uh, and I'll tell the, I'll talk a little bit about the fishing, but I'll just sort of speed the story up because I know it's dragging on. So anyway, so on my on my way home, I get to about Merrillville, Indiana, which is just south of Chicago, and I look in my rearview mirror, 
and I can tell that the torsion axle has failed completely. Again, my tire is smoking on the left side and like I'm leaving a black mark down the highway. Like it's like locking up. Okay. So I like noticed that it wasn't acting right. And then it just like, I could tell it just completely failed. So I'm like, Oh my God. So I end up and I'm in Maryville, Indiana. I've got my boat. I've got my family with me. I've got like no recourse. I'm like, well, I've got to find a place to stash this boat and then call Stealthcraft to like figure it out. So I end up finding a trailer supply place. I stopped at like four places. Nobody would let me park it there. I end up finding this, this trailer supply place in Maribel, Indiana. They're like, yeah, you can park it in our spare lot for like three days. We'll give you three days. So anyways, I call Mike from Stealthcraft. He's the owner of the company. He's like, oh my God. He's like, I've never had this happen before. You know, these are top of the line axles. And that's what the trailer guy said too. He's like, I've never seen a Vortex axle fail like this, this quickly. Mike said the same thing. He's like, I've never seen this happen, yada, yada. So I'm like, look, dude, like this thing is at a trailer supply place in Maryville, Indiana. That's like three and a half hours from you, three and a half hours from me. I was like, I'm going to stash it here. You guys are going to have to figure out what to do about it. And he basically made it happen and then delivered my boat to my house the next day. Pretty, pretty impressive. So he stopped what he was doing, sent an employee down to pick the boat up, fix the boat. It was this great kid from like Bargersville, Indiana, just happened to be from Bargersville. He is like an 18 year old kid who fucking fixed this axle alone in Maryville, Indiana like t- took the axle off, re- replaced it, took it to my house and and dropped it off for me all in 48 hours. And I was That's crazy. One impressed that this like 18, 19 year old kid could do that cuz I there's no way. If, I mean, I don't I could probably YouTube it and maybe figure it out, but this kid like did that all by himself. And two, I was super impressed and grateful that you know, they made this situation right. You know, he told me that, you know, basically they were going to take the hit on it, but that's what they do. They guarantee their product. So, you know, it took a little bit of time to get the boat built, but all in all, like that was off the stealth craft, dude. Yeah, dude. Hats off, hats off completely to them. That was a great, a great showing super positive, um, interaction with them. So that's the best, best review a customer could give, dude. On a podcast, on a fishing podcast, and just straight up endorsed them. And they they don't they don't they you didn't get a discount on the boat. You know I they didn't, don't. I didn't ask for one. I don't. I don't know. We you don't, we don't own anything. anything so no. Yeah. And, and like I said, the process of getting the boat built was a little frustrating. Probably not all on their end. Like there were supply chain issues with the motor and all that kind of stuff. But like. It was a little frustrating. I would say communication was less than optimal. But, I mean, I think that it's one of those things, like, the boats that they make are phenomenal. The customer service that they provided in this case, and and I've heard the same from other people, that, you know, after they get their boat, everything, you know, all the customer service, everything's phenomenal. And that's, I mean, definitely, dude, hats off completely to them. That was, it was pretty pretty impressive, pretty great. And, you know, talk for the owner of the company to take my call to know that they were getting ready to lose several hundred dollars and then to still do it and make it right. And 
you know, it was pretty The biggest great. thing for me is like you get in a situation like that and it's like, you know, you feel kind of stuck. You're like, man, especially if you're away from home, you feel very like vulnerable because oh, you're, sure. you're like, man, I have this, you know, $30,000 boat I'm pulling and I'm in the middle of a city. I can't get it home. Like, you know, it's like, I don't even, I guess you could have flatbedded it to your house. It would have probably been your only like reasonable and God knows that would have probably cost you a thousand dollars more uh, or more to have it flatbedded to your house. So yeah, that was, they kind of like heated the call and, you know, went above and beyond. That was, that was pretty, pretty impressive. So Yeah. And then uh, just, I'll close the story out by saying on my way home, I got about 10 minutes from my house and my, you know, I'm like, oh man, that was so stressful. You know, whatever at my wife was, you know, just like, yeah, that was crazy. I, you know, that was, I thought that the, the trip up was stressful when we were in Chicago, but the trip back home was awful. It's like, yeah, it took us 12 hours to do the six hour drive. I was like, geez, thank God we made it about that time. A tire blew out on my car. I don't even know if I told you this. So I had yeah, to, uh, I had to exit four sixty five. Like there was no shoulder because it's under construction. So I had to exit four sixty five and change a tire on the side of the road. I had to unpack because we had everything packed in the back of my SUV that like because it was all in the boat trailer. Now everything's in the back. So I had to completely unpack my car, get the spare tire out, change the tire figure out how to put it all back with another big giant tire. And then I go to throw my cooler back in and there was a beer that had been floating around in the back of my car. Beer. I threw my cooler on top of the beer. Beer explodes. Beer is all over the inside of my car. Kids have beer on them. There's beer everywhere. It's like all over the, t- the ceiling, the windows. I mean, oh my it, gosh. it was crazy. Dude. <laughs> so anyways, that's, that's the travel portion of my trip to Green Bay. So, my God, dude, pretty fun. Uh, so, that yeah, that that's that stuff happens. Usually yeah. not all in the same trip, but you know that stuff happens. Uh, so, what the real question we want to ask is, what, how many twenties did you walk away with? Just two. Trip? Yeah, just two. Um, Plus two. I think we need some kind of sound effect on the podcast where we go ding, ding, every time you catch a 20. So there's ding. two dings for you, bud. Um, double ding. Yeah, no, I got caught two 20s. Dude, it was definitely – so we fished the Oconto River in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, fished that with DB. Um, fished Sturgeon Bay. Um Found a lot of bedded fish on Sturgeon Bay and, um, you know, some, a lot of fish that were out in deeper water too, caught some pike, uh, caught a couple, I think we caught a walleye, caught some, you know, a lot of small mouth that were kind of out in the middle, you know, deeper water too. But, um, yeah, found a lot of bedded fish on Sturgeon Bay and then fished the Oconto river, uh, the next day. And then the last day we were there, we had a plan. We stayed up late, getting a little, getting a little drink on, having some fun. I said, "Boys, we're getting up at four forty-five tomorrow. Can you guys hang or not?" They're like, "Oh yeah, we can hang for sure." Come four <laughs> forty-five, guess who was the only 
Bass Burgers ridden psycho that was <laughs> it was me, dude. I was up all by myself, and uh, I was like, I I drank a coffee. I'm sitting around waiting, and I'm like, am I gonna, am I really gonna go fishing by myself on this vacation? Oh hell yeah, you are, bud. <laughs> I unhooked my boat trailer from from Michael's truck, hook it back to my SUV. I got out of there, fished until about noon that day, and I fished the Little Sturgeon Bay the last day I was there. And dude, it was it was unbelievable, man. I mean, I probably caught twenty five fish, thirty fish, something like that. And dude, I saw some of the. I saw the biggest smallmouth I've ever seen in my life there. I mean, it was, I had to have bumped an eight pounder. I mean, the thing was, I, it was gigantic. I mean, it was like, I saw there were three of them all together and, and it was really bizarre. Like the, the whole thing, like I could tell kind of at the time I figured out exactly what was going on. So like I, I found this flat, I found it actually on my phone on Google maps the night before while everybody else was drinking, I was fully Bass Burgers on my phone. <laughs> Chris is in the corner looking at Google Maps from Arkansas Spots. <laughs> yeah, that's Arkansas Spots. I was like, dude, there's this marina right here. I was like, right here, like 200, 300 yards away from the marina is this giant flat. So I was like, I'm going to go check that out first. And the flat was just stacked with fish. I mean, there were so many fish up there. It was, it was wild. But there were fish on beds. And then if you went like about a hundred yards out towards kind of the middle of the bay, the water dropped off from about six to eight feet down to about 12 feet. Right. And about when you hit about 12 feet of water, I, you would bump packs of like 25 to 30 smallmouth that would all just be kind of like hanging right there in that deeper water, right on the, right on the drop. And they, what I figured out was like, all of the, like the beds were made and the fish were like, there were some fish that had moved up to kind of like mate and occupy beds and that kind of stuff. But a lot of the fish were staged up about ready to move up to the beds that were getting made. So like the big females were like staged in that 12 feet of water, getting ready to move up to the flat to like get on the beds or like find a bed or whatever. So I kind of was, I doing a little bit of bed fishing, a little bit of like fishing that like 12 to 16 foot inch or 12 to 16 foot like drop. And dude, the, the wolf packs that were sitting in that 12 feet of, of water, like those big groups of fish, I, they were, they were all pretty big, but I got up, you know, I was looking for beds in like five feet of water, four feet of water. And I bumped three fish that were all together kind of cruising and dude, they were, and I mean, I caught, I caught a fish that I caught one that, you know, was very big, like 20 and a half and big. And I mean, just, you know, giant, the other one was a little bit over 20 and, and a little bit smaller, but the 20 and a half I caught towards the end of the day was a, was a monster. And these fish were like leagues above the one that I caught. I mean, these things were they were giants. And then I saw plenty of muskie. It was definitely like a really cool. I, I definitely will go back to little sturgeon Bay. It was, it was phenomenal. So yeah, it sounds like a place I would want to go. For sure. Yeah, it was cool. It was de definitely very different. 
than anything I've ever fished before. I mean, I fished Great Lakes obviously before, but like the watercolor was de- was very different. It was more brown and kind of, I mean, clear, but but you know, tanninized, I guess, a little bit. So, um, yeah, but it was also very cool to see that like that whole process. I just happened to be there like right at the right time to see like some big females on beds for sure. There were, there were fish kind of mating that I could see, you know, every once in a while. And then there were giant, there were giant groups of fish, you know, kind of staged in that, that deeper water. So me and you, you and I were, we're going to go to uh St. Clair this summer. So just, just we're gonna dip our toes in a little bit of that still water which i've actually i was talking to some people some well i'll get into my story here in a sec my bigger trip but um crow, the crows fish that fish st Clair, these okay. are out and the way he described it he's like yeah he's like you know that that's basically like a big river he's like there's a lot of moving water in it He's like it. You can fish it a lot like a river. So we just need a couple starter spots to kind of get us going. Mm-hmm. And I know I can get those. So if you fish St. Clair and you're listening to this, give us a couple hot stretches, hot spots, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go do a little bit of lake fishing this summer. Like- uh, late, I would. I think somewhere in between, like our trip we got coming up in like the beginning of September. We need to take a weekend trip up there. And just down. Bite, bite the bullet. So down, hundred um, percent. All right, sounds good. Uh, so, so you got two dings on that trip. What did you go anywhere else big? Was that your only like big trip? No, that's definitely my only only notable trip. I mean, I've had I've had some local trips as well, but no, no other twenties. Just you know, a couple 18s, couple 19s, but yeah, nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah. So my big trip was an unnamed river with the crows. Uh, they so graciously invited me to come up and fish a secret river up in Michigan. And, um, Jeremy and Shannon and I, I was third wheel on that trip. So, uh, just we, you three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was actually a it, it was it was really fun man it was actually i was kind of like eh, i didn't know what to expect you know because i didn't know shana was going but it dude she's super cool she's like you know hanging out with another dude so um we went up to this river and we we basically jeremy was like do you want to camp or do you want to get a cabin and i was like i'd probably rather have a cabin you know just less stuff to bring so we got this little super uh small cabin just had two bunk beds in it basically and um and we went uh fishing you and jeremy slept on bottom bunk obviously and then (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) uh so we uh um went and fished a a few different stretches of this river the uh i got up there on like uh, it was basically a weekend trip i mean i got up there um friday night and fished very briefly so i fished like maybe like two hours and got 
dude, so many mosquitoes up there. I didn't, I didn't realize there were going to be mosquitoes that early. And I was wearing like sandals and shorts, dude. At one point I looked down at my foot and I couldn't even see my skin, dude. There were so many freaking mosquitoes on my foot. It was wild. Um, but I got up there. I, I couldn't find any bedding fish cause I knew it was going to be around the spawn, but we weren't really sure. And so there was a dam where I'd started and I, I went up and started fishing around that kind of where the outflow was. And I caught a few fish, nothing real nice there. And then we did kind of their Holy grail stretch on, um, the one day. And that was where it was pretty much lights out. Like I had the end of the day. And I would say this, I caught them about every way you could catch them. Top water, Ned rig, fluke, um, and I think I want to say I had twenty seven over eighteen in one day, so it was a pretty freaking good day. And then I probably caught, you know, twenty five other fish between sixteen and eighteen inches. So how close are you to, to BM, dude? Very. I just put in another that trip I put that order in in the tournament fish and uh I haven't done anything under seventeen and I actually haven't caught somehow I haven't caught very many seventeens this year. It's all it's either been eighteens or sixteens. So I haven't submitted anything under seventeen and I'm really close. I'm I have to kinda uh start applying stickers. I know I need to get my snacks pieces. That's that's one of the things I have not gotten so i gotta get some rodent pieces i haven't caught any rat fish this year i need to go fish with randy and suspend a rat that was the biggest i think we talked about in the last podcast but that was the biggest insult i've ever experienced in my life i've never fishing. I was furious I was <laughs> did we talk about that i don't even remember dude i, I don't dude it was so we that was it was me from it i think well it was for the audience, if if you want to go back and listen, there was a particular PR, day out. Post traumatic yeah. rat disorder. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Well, there was there was a point during that Pennsylvania trip where Derek and and Randy were just crushing Chris and I. We were right next to him, mm-hmm. and uh, like we look over and Randy, like they're they're you know fishing with the kind of usual stuff. Randy's over there. He's like takes this like huge rat swim bait and starts like like throwing it directly behind the boat and just kind of like jigging it and he's catching fish like every other cast we're like what the hell dude? Yeah, we're like with our we're going to like our top producing baits yeah Again, he's experimenting he's he's like oh, i'll throw the rat on i'll just i'll, I'll give the rat a whirl because everything else it's I mean, I look, I don't know, maybe I'm way off here, but like, I look at those types of baits. Like, it's like when things are great, you throw the rat on, you know, just to, just to see if you can make it happen. Oh dude, he was, yeah. I mean, and I think he like caught like four or five in a row on it. And he's like, yeah, I don't think I've ever caught any fish on this thing. <laughs> We're over there just that's about, dying. Dude. That's about when uh, your fit started, I think. Yeah, I know it was my <laughs> fit start. You got to be fucking kidding me, dude. <laughs> that's about when you started throwing your BF. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, 
Um, crazy. No, that's a crazy stat, though. I mean, 27 fish over 18 inches in one day. Yeah, and these were, you know, I had 120, so I worked for the 20. Jeremy, I think, caught two 20s that day. Uh, Shannon had the biggest fish of the day. It was like 20 and three quarters. Mm. Um, and it was like, the 20 I caught was not a top-end 20. It was like, it was a legit 20-inch fish. It was just spawned out. So it was like pretty skinny, but I caught it and you can just tell immediately. It's funny how you catch a 20 and you're like, yep, that's different. Um, mm-hmm. And I knew before I even put it on the board, I was like, yeah, it's a 20. And that's why I went up there to get at least one. Um, but yeah, dude, we had a great time. R- great fish fishing the last day. So this is a, this is a really good um, sort of, lesson in fishing so we had that unbelievable day and then we were kind of trying to decide where to go for the third day on sunday um and i was like you know i was planning on sleeping there sunday night and getting up monday morning because it was memorial day and um so i was like i'll put in a full day on sunday and we were trying to figure out what stretch to go to and part of this river, you know, as you go further upstream, it becomes more of like a trout river, colder water. And uh, there was one particular section where Jeremy's like, yeah, I, I really haven't fished it this that much. I've caught a few smallmouth, but never had good days on it. And I was kind of like, dude, we had such a good day on Saturday. Let's just like do a little adventure, do a little exploration. And... uh like, let's go do this stretch. You just never know. And, I mean, we've honestly, you and I have had some of our best days doing that. It's a lot and, of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like when you're on a river or a lake or whatever and you have a good day, you're kind of playing with house money the next day because you're oh, just I, like... Completely, yeah. You know, it's like if you have a bad day, you're like, who cares? Um, well, <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> let's just put it that way. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it didn't work out at all. Like, went up there, and, like, it was pretty evident. Because, you know, you could... If you weren't necessarily catching all the fish on beds, like, you could find... Like, it was kind of one of those things, like, where you knew beds would be, like, there were beds, right? And, like, I get on this stretch and, like, went to... I'm like, okay, well, there's going to be four or five beds here. Went over, and there was none. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is going to be a long day. And, like... I forgot my temperature gauge at the cabin because I'd use it to check the meat thermometer, but <laughs> I use it for a meat right. thermometer uh, the night before, but wow. you could tell when you put your foot in the water, you're like, this water is markedly colder than mm. the stretch that we had done. And um, so, yeah, we went up there and then um, it's Sunday, a Memorial day weekend, dude, the amount of tubers on that stretch was unreal never seen anything like it in my life um it's fun and, isn't it? uh, yeah so it was it was crazy because it really wasn't that far from where we had fished but just that change in water temperature from the lower section that we did to the upper section that we did dude there was now i we didn't end up catching some smallmouth but i didn't catch one fish over 16 inches that well, what day. do you like i mean i guess i I hear you say like there were no beds, so then the fishing wasn't good. I'm I'm just like, well, why don't you just fish like a pre-spawn pattern? I did. 
I fished everything. You think that the fish I, just run further, like they just run further down where it's warmer, you think, or what? Yeah, I don't. So there's like a lake in play on that section and they must just not, they must just kind of stay in that lake. They don't run up that river cause it's so cold. Mm. Um, and it, it's definitely more of like, like I saw trout while well, I was, I never caught any, but I saw some like big brown trout when we were fishing. Um, yeah. and you could just tell like now in, in the, you could see more smallmouth as you got down further. And I'm sure the water was warming up the further it got downstream, but it was just for whatever reason, dude, it just, there wasn't and 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 we did end up finding beds, but like there were no big fish on the beds. They were all like small, small moth. Uh, Shannon did catch, end up catching like an 18 and a half or something that was pretty big, but yeah, dude, I mean, I fished pre-spawn patterns. I, that river so clear. You could see like, if there were smallmouth in there, I would have like, like bumped fish. I wasn't seeing any. Gotcha. Like, so it was like, yeah, this is obviously this section of the river. The smallmouth just don't inhabit it like they do that other section. At least this um, time of year or May or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good trip, man. Had a fun time. Um, you know, it was one ding for you. A ding. Ding. Uh, uh yeah dude well that's awesome i'm glad that you uh you know i'm glad that you were able to go up there and and check that out because that's um a different place than we've been before definitely so you know add it to the list i i will say that that was one cool thing about i don't know it's just it's just interesting to me that uh we're kind of accumulating a pretty big list of places where we've caught Smallmouth. I mean, our list is getting longer and longer. So, for sure, man. I mean, I just yeah. that trip right there. I caught, you know, the uh, my trip. I caught fish on Little Sturgeon Bay, Sturgeon Bay, the Acanto River, and Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, and dude, there's so many places we haven't been to. I mean, we're, we we kind of tend to go other than maybe the Susquehanna. A lot of the places we fish are kind of like off the radar places. Yeah. They're not like places where a lot of people would go. I mean, when we tell people we go to Mississippi River for smallmouth, they're just like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, kind of like a weird thing. But yeah, man, I think uh, uh, add it to the list. Uh, overall, I, I think this kind of marks the end of our spring, maybe like, a, you know, three weeks ago. I the end of May is kind of like the beginning of summer. And yeah, I think you're starting to really see like summer patterns. Our water's already freaking low here, and it's really low everywhere, uh, which is not good. Uh, we need some rain, but the fishing uh, is, I would say, so the, the tournament, I fished two tournaments. One was with Chris on a team tournament, which is the, the charity tournament that we did, and then I fished the other grby the day before that tournament and it was like very much those summer patterns like did summer patterns yeah did we we talk about um nate pickering's (laughs) just absolutely crazy bag of fish that he put up on white river yet 
I don't think we I think we Yeah, maybe we didn't haven't done a podcast. So shout out to him then on that. What what was his bag for that day? Do you Man, remember? I I can't remember right off, but I thought it was like ninety eight inches. Yeah, it was almost twenty inch average. Like it was it was right it was like not I wanna say it was like ninety eight and a half or ninety eight and three quarters. Um I'll tell you real quick. Ninety eight point two five. That was it. Yeah, dude, that's that's crazy. That's uh, a wild bag of fish. I mean, that's a great bag of fish anywhere. I mean, that's like you could win almost any kayak river tournament anywhere with a ninety eight. I mean, you really could like yeah, like there's I'm seeing some tournaments on like St. Clair and that where they'll have like all twenty inch fish, but it's not gonna be much more than that for smallmouth. Just not. Like it doesn't matter where you go. So yeah, he plastered me in that tournament. I got seventh place. I think I did do. I don't know. I didn't do a recap on that one. So I got seventh place in that one. Um, he won by almost ten. He won by almost ten inches. Well, it was eight eight and a half inches. He won by, which yeah, is he. That's crazy. That's fish. That's a tournament. single day record on White River. I don't so. see that one getting broken anytime soon at all. So probably not. And he had texted me. He was done. He had that total by like 10 a.m. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's even crazier. Uh, I mean, try yeah, try culling one of those fish out. It's like, oh, what am I? Yeah, I'm fishing for basically one fish. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Good, good on him. I saw that. I had. I felt like it had to be mentioned. I mean, pretty legendary. Um, so, and then Josh, dude, you got you didn't you you got a win, right? Yeah. So that next tournament was uh the first weekend of june yeah and i fished the grubby tournament ended up i won't go into super great detail about it because i don't want to give away some of my secrets um because i still have i'm first place in angler of the year on that series by a decent i got a decent little lead on pickering on that so i got i really need to get one more solid Cause it's your top four events. So I need to get one more solid finish on that, like top three finish. And I'll probably wrap it up. Well, just don't um, finish early. Cause people hate that. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> Always. Uh, early, early the better. Maybe. The earlier the better. Yeah. I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. uh, I, no, I'll say like we encountered like, you know, for the time of year is very low. Actually, I would say right now, if the rivers just stay like they were that weekend, they were actually awesome. Mm. Like, I thought water levels were pretty cool, but it was very clear. Um, and it was like sight fishing, and it was like pretty fun. Like, it was fun, fun, fun stuff. Um, and that morning, yeah, I just was, you know, I had to have a stretch of river where I was like very confident um in in the it's it's one of those stretches river like it's just very consistent and then there's a always a chance you get a couple real good ones and it just is always like i I know i can always do well there um in the summertime now springtime it the that particular stretch won't compete with some of the lower ones when like the big pre-spawn fish are out but after the pre-spawn and spawns kind of over that to me is like that stretch becomes the preferred stretch for me. 
Yeah, man, and I caught, um, did really well, ended up getting, uh, I think it was 87 and a half inches, um, which make, sounds pathetic next to <laughs> Pickering's 98 and a quarter, but uh, 87 and a half is a good day on White River. I don't care uh, for, for sure. what time of year it is. That's, that's usually pretty good. Um, end up winning that one out of 44 people signed up. And then the next day we had a, a little team tournament and Chris and I, I won't say I, I'll, this is all I'm going to say about this. <laughs> okay, here we go. I mean, this isn't all I'm going to say about the whole thing. I, this is, I'm not, I'm not giving ourselves a pass here. Okay. Not giving ourselves a pass uh-huh. because I don't, I don't feel like it's right to do that, but I will say this. Congrats to the winners. Um, Atwell and and uh, oh, Andy dude. not freaking <laughs> yeah put the hammer down. Atwell um, had Atwell had a day too. I mean that was a phenomenal a phenomenal day. Awesome, under the awesome day, awesome awesome day. Yeah. And then uh, Andy not um, you know he Andy helped too. So yeah, know, he did up, for man. sure. And then uh, um, no and no and Craven's got uh, second. And then. My dad and uh, old Ledge and Dave White got third place. So, um, so here's the story. Okay, I gotta I gotta tell the story first. First thing is Chris and I did talk, and I keep in mind I had just won, a, you know, had a winning bag on the on the tournament the day before this. The next day, I was kind of like I'm hosting the tournament, right? So like, I'm like my mentality is this: like, okay, I'm not out for blood. On this one. Now it doesn't mean I'm not trying. Doesn't mean I'm not trying to win, but I'm not out for blood. But my thing was like, okay, if I go out here as the host of this tournament and like put up this huge bag on the first day, like it's probably gonna be a little distasteful, right? <laughs> so my strategy was like, okay, I'm gonna lay off the stretch that I just did. I'm gonna let Chris go for blood and not me. So if we win it and Chris caught the majority of the big fish, I'm like, I'm going to feel good about it. Now that doesn't mean that I wasn't trying. I wasn't fishing hard. I just didn't go to my a plus stretch. I actually fished a stretch. I've never fished that way. I went lower down on the river and I had a decent day, but I was kind of like, I'm going to fill out. It was a six fish limit between two guys. So I was like, I'm going to go fill out our limit with like 16s basically. So Chris basically just has to go catch like three big fish like all day. And I did, I did finish limit us out at 16s. I think I had one fifteen, but I had, I had an 80 or I had a 16 inch average. Uh, actually has a little more than 16 inch average. So the, the night after this, I was like, you know, I was busy doing the totals and doing an update for the first day, but I call Chris and we're just kind of like, strategizing Chris Chris like I want to use your kayak you know um because you could have used the jet boat but you know I think we kind of like both were like yeah it's probably better to use the kayak I'm going to send you to the stretch that I um did well on a Friday and we had a pretty we were serious about it at this point like we're like all right like yeah and here's the thing like catch uh catch boards they donated the um we also knew that like we also knew that i had to like really have an awesome day now to win because yeah, atwell, to win atwell, yes atwell put up 103 or something like that which under the circumstances yeah. of the day like that was a great 
a great showing. So we knew that like winning was going to take like a great day. Winning was, I thought more realistically, we were going to just finish top three. That's what I kind of thought was like, and if you finish top three, you got one of the trophies, which were these super cool customized measuring boards, um, that had, you know, the, the tournament name engraved in them and stuff. So shout out to, shout out to Duke at catch for donating those. I want, I wanted one. Well, so here's the thing. Chris comes over to get my kayak the night before and I'm like showing him these trophies because they're at my house. And I'm like, dude, we need when I really want one of these. Like you need to go out and you need to get me one of these trophies. And he's like, "Okay, dude, I got it. I got it. You know, and he's like (laughs) load loading the kayak up on the on the car, you know, getting it all ready. And we're like, I'm like map study. I'm showing him all my big fish spots, you know, and I'm like. I'm pretty amped because honestly, I was kind of like, I've never been in this position before where I'm like counting on someone else. And I was, I was at, I was at home that day and dude, I was like, I was on pins and needles all day. I'm like, all right, Chris, here's what you need to do. You need to go out and catch three eighteens, which is a tall order, but it's also doable. Very, very doable. Very doable. So, so yeah, we get, um, you know, morning comes, you know, I kind of slept in a little bit cause I was like, I want to wait and kind of see, you know, the tournament started at six and, um, you know, get up, I get up at like, you know, seven thirty something like that. You know, I'm like checking my text message, hadn't got, hadn't got anything from him. So I'm like text, I'm like, all right, dude, how's it going? And nothing yet doggy, you know, he's like, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Well, nothing. Like, Where are you at? I had caught a lot of, fish i mean i was catching a lot of fish and i had caught i think at that point i had cold one fish and i had had i had caught like three 16s at that point by the fi- by the yeah. time you texted me but i hadn't caught any big ones so yeah you just nothing over uh, nothing over 16 so anyways I, uh, let's fast forward the story and i'm like checking in all day i'm like nervous dude i'm like looking i'm like all right and i'm pre- i'm pep talking yeah i'm like dude you got it was very got, fun by the way i was I mean, like you got three hours left i was like all right you're going here's the spot you're coming up on i'm like you're gonna you're gonna see this like there's a rock here like i've caught big fish off this spot you know like you know i'm like amped like i'm really waiting on him just what I was waiting on you to do, just send a picture of a fisherman on board, not say anything. That's what I, I was envisioning that the entire time. I was like, oh, he's going to send me a picture of like a, a 20, dude. He's a picture of a 20. Yeah. So then, then I, I think I want to say I called you and talked to you on the phone and it was like, you, here's what, here's what did it for me. You're like, yeah, dude. He's like, you're like. I lost a freaking monster. I lost like a 19 or 20. And I'm like, when you said that, I was like, dude, that's when you, if you lose that big of a fish in a tournament, you kind of just like, it's not, not always, but a lot of times that's just it. And it's not that it deflates you. It's just that you only get so many shots. We've talked about that. Like if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, like you're gonna get shots at those fish, but like if they get come unbuttoned and you lose them, like you're you're playing with fire. I definitely and I lost two big ones like that. One of them wasn't that big. I lost the one I lost was was very big, and 
you know, but didn't you say it came off right at the boat? Yeah, it was right at the boat. I was actually so what happened was I was I was actually out of my kayak at that point, out of your kayak, and my the kayak was tethered to me, right? So I'm fighting the fish, and the I'm trying to get my net off of the kayak, but the kayak is on a long tether, and the kayak keeps floating away from me. So I try to get back to the kayak to get the net, and I keep having to chase the kayak downstream to get it. So the kayak's floating away from me, and I'm trying to move back with the rod and the fish. I look like a complete moron. And as soon as I get the net in my hand, he jumped and spit it, like, right at the kayak. I mean... I have to say, I completely get it. Like, because I've been there before, I have... And part of this is like, you're a little rusty on the kayak, you know, you haven't that was like, a, dude, I, I mean, just, I'll just give you from my perspective. I did let Josh down for sure. I definitely, but the <laughs> team, the team component of it was fun. I mean, it really was. Like, it was pretty cool. I, I kept waiting too for you, like the day that you fished. Cause I mean, I caught, I think I caught five or six fish over 16 inches. Uh, you know, I, I called the 15 and I called the 16. I caught a 16 and a half and a 16 and a quarter, I think. Um, but the whole time that you were fishing, I kept waiting on like that one big one too. I was like, oh man, he's probably gonna, and then you, you just sort of didn't. And I was like, oh, well, I've got a lot of work to do tomorrow. <laughs> this isn't going to be as easy as just going out looking for one fish. Like I've got to, you know, I've got to go hit a few. Um, but the, the kayak thing, dude, I, I mean, I haven't been in a kayak in five years, so it was very different. It was very like, and that kayak was awesome. I mean, it was phenomenal, but like. Keyword was awesome. (laughs) We haven't got to that part yet. (laughs) Broke Josh's pedal drive, uh, which is, I think, a very expensive repair. But anyways, I'll be paying for that. So anyways, the the whole kayak thing was was interesting. And also like, you know, just, just the pressure of being in a, in a tournament where you're like, like normally when I'm out by myself or even when I've got somebody with me, if I'm just having fun, like I I'm, I don't know. You, you know Pretty relaxed. I am a super competitive person. Like I'm a, Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm a yeah. very, very, very competitive person. I'm competitive against myself. I'm competitive. I'm a weirdo when it comes to like board games and volleyball and stuff that's not supposed to be competitive at all. That's supposed to be fun. I'm weirdly competitive at it. So like the pressure of like, okay, you got to, you got to make this happen. Like, let's go. We got to make this happen now. You got to make this happen now. You got to make this happen now. Like I always kind of have that, but it was definitely amplified by the tournament. So that, I do think that the pressure of that definitely threw me off of my game a little bit, whereas normally I would slow down and kind of try to figure out what I needed to do to make it happen and like take a beat and just kind of like, okay, what am I doing that's not working right now? Instead, I just kind of kept trying to force like a square peg into a round hole because, you know, the prep work that Josh told me, hey, this is the stretch. These are the spots. This is the bait. Like, I think that that the prep work combined with how like the pressure of getting it done, I definitely didn't just sort of stop 
and wait, like, okay, well, I know that this is what I think should be working, but it's not working. Like something like I'm getting so many small fish and, and not, you know, cause I probably caught 60 fish, 70 fish that day. I just didn't catch a big one. I think if I would have stopped and really slowed down and changed my technique a little bit, changed the way I was looking at the water, I think maybe I could have changed it, but it, it definitely all kind of got to me a little bit. I definitely choked, but it was so much fun, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like I, I, definitely I wanna... well, I, I agree, man. I had even like at home, like I said, like, cause I, I've been, you know, I've fished quite a few tournaments the last few years and I've gotten a little bit like, I think I've gotten better at fishing them because that excitement, like while I still get it and I still get like nervous and all that, I'm used to it. So I think you get a little bit like, and you know, the tournament, what a lot of people don't think about um, that don't necessarily fish tournaments. Like there's, there's certain aspects to it. They're just different than fishing. Like, one, like you're forced to fish on a day where other people are fishing or when other people are fishing, which is like other people out for sure. Yeah. So, you, so you're going to have other people competing with the water. You have a time limit. Like most of those tournaments end at like two, two thirty. That's like the time limit. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. It, I mean, it you could a lot because you can be out on a river, you know, until like five or six. And a lot of times you'll catch fish later in the day, you know, but that time limit is you know, you're constantly looking at your watch, dude. Time never flies faster than when you're like struggling in a tournament because like I'll, I'll like, start at six in the morning, dude, before you know it, it's like, it's 1030 and you're like over halfway over and you're like, man, I'd have no fish over 15 inches or something right. like that's typically uh, though. Like for me, like when that happened, I started slowing down, you know, around like 11, 12 o'clock. And I was like, man, if I would have just done this and, but by that time I was fishing behind people and whatever, I was like, I think if I would have just slowed down, you know, early, I probably could have done what I needed to do, but I don't know, dude, the whole whole thing was fun. The, the team aspect of it was fun. The event, which we can talk a little about a little bit more was, was a great time. The hangout afterwards was a great time. Um, but the, just the kayak fishing. I mean, I haven't done that in a long time. That's kind of like one of the things that got me into this whole thing. And, you know, that was fun. The tournament was fun, you know, so I definitely think I'll do more of the, the kayak tournament thing, like, you know, maybe next year or, you know, I need to go get a kayak again, but, um, which I'm yeah, sure, man. sure my wife will be thrilled that I'll own three boats. Um, well, just, uh, just an FYI, I got a, an invite from Drew Gregory, uh, last week to go fish. Um, so he rented a house on the Susquehanna, uh, this, the BASS, uh, event in October. Oh, nice. Um, so he invited me and he was like, if Chris wants to come, he's like, he has an open spot. So Nice. If you want to go hang, it's kind of the elite club. Dude. There's some some heavy hitters in that house. We're gonna have a uh, have it's a pretty a, fun crew. Not a team, um, is it? Uh, <laughs> what? So it's not. No, a, no. I'm just kidding. No, no, Cheegan stuff. Uh, so he, I'm not gonna give too much away. We there's a little bit of a pr- project. What? It's not a team event, is it? 
Like, oh no, <laughs> I wish it was. That'd actually be more fun. Yeah. Uh, no, getting away from that though. So, I'm gonna we're gonna put this out there. No promises because we don't really have any concrete plans. But I think in lieu of doing this tournament like we did this year, we're gonna we're change it up. Um, and we're going to do another tournament next year, except it's going to be less, it's going to be a tournament, but it's going to be a, um, uh, I can't remember what was the name you were, you suggested for it. That was pretty good. Uh, uh, oh shit. Uh, oh, uh, oh man. Cause I said smally small fest. bash, small mouth bash. I like that small mouth bash. So we're going to have a, festival of smallmouth celebrating all things bronze um and we're going to do another team tournament except it's going to be even cooler i think we're going to do a two-day tournament and maybe even do like where both team members can fish both days so you can fish like you know two each team are gonna fish both days you can fish together one day separate another day together both days doesn't matter jet boat legal raft drift boat kayak legal wade um wade legal yeah we're gonna have and we'll have it on multiple like we'll have it in an area where at least you can uh fish multiple areas like there'll probably be a lake in play there'll be a river in play maybe a few creeks in play yeah um and it'll be like a camp like we're gonna just like camp hang out donate to charity uh freaking just have a good time so uh look out for that next year no, like I said, no promises, but that's the plan. So, yeah, um, it'll be pretty fun. Like we're gonna have a good time. Small I mean, mouth bash. it was a great time. I mean, I've first of all, I've never seen a raffle like that. I mean, that was an insane raffle. I mean, the amount of yeah. stuff that was given away by uh, everybody from Honey Creek Tackle to the Outdoorsman Shop to um, I don't want to miss anybody. Moving Waters gave some stuff. Oh, dude, there's a you bunch know, of stuff. The Colts. The Colts gave some stuff. There were a bunch of bait, Nico and um, a bunch of other bait companies. 317 Flies gave a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't want to miss anybody, but I'll just say that there were a ton of a ton of vendors and a ton of companies that gave stuff to the to the raffle and and. I think that there were how many people ended up showing Josh? Was it like seventy? Did we have like seventy anglers? That, that sixty three. Okay, sixty three. Sixty three, and and a lot of people showed up afterwards. You know, for the like the awards and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we all you know had beer, and there was barbecue there, and um, you know, it was it was a great yeah, it was a great event. I think that we how much did you guys end up raising for uh, Project Healing Waters? I'll have to do the final calculations because I just got back from vacation. I haven't had a chance to do all of it, but it was uh well well above two grand. So it's uh you know pretty cool that we were able to do that and have fun. And you know I I think we should we should make whatever we do in the future where everything goes towards charity. So it's it's less like cutthroat. We can make the rules a little bit more like loose like we didn't like make the measuring rules like super strict. Um, as, long and, as, uh, cool, as long as you have like a cool prize for the people that win, I think that's fine. You know what I mean? And the prizes that the top three teams got 
were phenomenal. I mean, broken twi- they got like a broken twig net, which I think was also donated, a catch board, which was donated that had the Colts thing on the side of it and, and cast for a cause written on the side of it. And, you know, there were a lot of really, yeah, I mean, it was, it was awesome, man. Great event. You guys did a great job. Uh, the, all the Achigan guys, they did most of the heavy lifting. I mean, I helped a little bit. I mean, there were some other guys that helped a little bit, Nathan and, you know, some other guys that just kind of helped, you know, with, with rules and legal stuff and reaching out to the charity and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, I would say Josh, um, did Josh did most of the heavy lifting. Dustin and Andrew did a little bit too, you know, and yeah, they both, they both did quite a bit. Andrew and Dustin did a lot. But it was, sure. it was Eric, Eric did a lot of the promotion on social media. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that was, I would say the promotion on social media was the part that really sucked actually about the, <laughs> no, it was, it was uh, a good event, dude. I mean, you guys, you guys definitely like it, it was a very well done, very well organized, um, you know, good event for a good cause. It went well. There were, you know, I think we were a little worried when like two weeks before the tournament, there were only like 15 people signed up, but it ended up being, you know, a lot of people there. Um, it was, yeah, great, great work. To all it, yeah, it's great. So thanks for everybody for participating, sponsoring all that. While we're bringing up sponsors, I wanted to show this to you. I think it's pretty cool. So this is a company called uh, Fisher Dye Bait Company. They're like a veteran-owned bait company. So check out. This is the Benedict, right? It's a little yeah. little Helgramite thing, it, and it's it's got this. It's almost like a Nico type plastic. It's like real tough. Okay. Um. So, uh, I I had ran into these guys from the tournament. They're like, yeah, we want to sponsor it, blah, blah, blah. Ended up talking with them like, you know, it'd be really cool is if you guys were going to be opening up a, a kind of an online smallmouth bait shop here in the next year or so on a Cheegan. They're like, you know, would you guys want to do some like exclusive colors and stuff? One thing that led to another, check this out. So see if you can read this on the thing. Look at that color name on there. Cheegan. Ah, yeah okay. so we got a a bronze with red and black flake helgramite it's uh ah, it's the, the color so an exclusive color look at pretty you. cool those those guys sent them to us and we're like hey, my dude, exact, and made... my exact skin color <laughs> yeah basically, translucent basically clear with like a little bit of orange fleck <laughs> uh, but yeah we had a lot of awesome sponsors for that so Really, it's too many to name, to be honest. And then, you know, uh, just the the community and stuff. I, I hope we can expand on that next year, raise some money, have an even cooler event that has more like a camp out, like overnight type thing where people can hang out. I think that'll be so much fun. Um, so Wet Boy Nation, just hang tight. We're going to come up with something next year. Yeah. I mean, so. hang with us, we'll probably put out at least one podcast before that event. So <laughs> yeah, just sure. to promote it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, other than that, man, I mean, we've had, uh, we got our trip coming up. We were just talking last night. We got, you know, T minus like shoot, dude, that's like really soon. Yeah. I mean, it's like 20 days, 22 days from now. Uh, that we're 
but we need to make plans for that. Um, we got our, everything's kind of full in the place. The cabin, you know, we got secured. We got an awesome house that we're staying at on the river. You know, we can pull the jet boats right up to it. Um, we have expanded the group this year. We got a couple, you know, exclusive invites that were extended. Uh, we got a couple extra guys. Jeremiah is going to be able to come this year, which is, I'm super pumped about. And then, uh, yeah, the river's low, um, which it's summertime. That's normal. Um, but I think we got a little bit of rain in the forecast, so maybe we'll get a little bit of bump and flow before we go. It's lining up. It's going to be, yeah, going to be pretty cool. So I'm excited, man, I'm very excited. And, and like, um, I leave for Travers Bay next Friday. So I'm excited mm, about that yeah. too. That's going to be a lot of precursor fun. trip, bud. <laughs> I'm going to be, yeah, ass is going to be soggy by the time we get back from Minnesota. <laughs> dude. I'm going to be, I'm going to be waterlogged by the time we get back. So, oh yeah, just, uh, we did, we touched on this a little bit, but so after Chris gets done fishing the tournament and he gives me the final call <laughs> of like, yep, couldn't find he, this is the, the lamest thing I've ever heard in my life. He says he, Caught a 17 and a half and that his phone locked up and he couldn't take a picture of him. I'm like, what the hell? I, like, I have a witness. So I got a new phone uh, in Green Bay because my I got I smashed the back of my phone somehow. I don't even know how it happened. Okay. So my phone. Okay. So uh, this is like towards right around like 1145 noon, I would say. I finally catch a fish. It's like over seven. It was like 17 and a quarter or something. It wasn't even like a giant or anything, but it was big enough that I could call out a 16 uh, that we still had on our, we still had a 16 on our board. So I like pull my phone out and my screen was locked to the point where like, it wasn't just locked, but it was like, it was locked, but I could like turn it off and on, but the, like the screw, it was super zoomed in. Okay. So like when I go to power my phone off, you have to like press a slider to like, to like go across. Okay. Which now I know that there's a way that you can hard reset your phone. So without having to use the slider, cause typically you have to press like the, the lock button and the volume up button. And then you have to slide across the power off thing, right? Uh, my phone was unlocked screen, but zoomed in to like the top corner. So like I have a picture of, of me and my son on my background. You could only see like the side of my head on the whole lock screen. Okay. So it's fully zoomed in. So I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the camera to work. Actually, I could get the camera to work. I could get the camera to pull up, but it was, super zoomed in and I couldn't take a photo because there's no, you know, there's no button to press to take a photo. So like I could just bring the camera up cause you just slide over to the right and it brings the camera up even on lock screen, but it was super zoomed in on just the side of my head. So I couldn't turn my phone off. I couldn't take a picture. I ended up calling nine one one on my phone by the emergency thing. Cause I couldn't figure out what was going on. So you did the triple tap on the side. I try. I had to tell nine one one I was fine, you know, and I, my, I called my dad as my emergency contact on my phone. I had to tell him I was fine. Anyway, so I ended up messing with it for about twenty minutes. Finally, put it away. 
And I'm like, about three minutes, four minutes into that, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just let this fish go. I didn't know what to do. So I just threw it back. And I'm like, well, I guess my phone is dead. I might as well just stop fishing for the day or whatever. But I ended up getting it fixed. But now I know that there's a hard reset because it actually happened again when I was at, um, we did a Spartan race a couple weeks ago. And it did it again. And I showed Ashley. I was like, this is what happened at the tournament. I was like showing her. <laughs> you should have screenshotted me. She just looked at me like I couldn't care any less. I was like, it's real. See it? Do you see it on the phone? I can't do any. I was like showing her like what I could. She was like, I don't care. And I was like, well, let me see your phone. Because it, it's only happened one other time. So I like Googled how to shut off my phone without doing the power slider. And figured it out. But anyways, Ashley was like, this is, she's like, I, I don't care at all. I was like, I wish Josh, I wish Josh was here so I could show him that this is real. <laughs> well, get, luckily that fish wouldn't have meant anything. So anything. It was, um, but you know, but anyways, what I was getting at, you I call mean, and, and then you're like, hey, hey, I got <laughs> one other small thing to tell you. <laughs> like, you know that, you know that thousand dollar hobie drive that comes with your kike i smashed the fuck out of it and there's only one there's only one fin left <laughs> so i'm like oh man <laughs> so now my my kayak is out of commission right now until i get that thing fixed so yeah um well, anyways that was a that was a pure blown uh bass burgers flare-up is my son doing a obstacle course slash two mile race and me just showing my wife like, look, my I, that's why I couldn't take a fish <laughs> in the best, in the fishing tournament. And her just being like, can I, can I go watch the kids now, please? <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. Hey, well, you know, it's a, it's a plight. We're just going to have to live with dude. Bass burgers, you know, what, what can you do? We're, we're disabled. <laughs> it's a disability. It's a disability. Uh, yeah, legit. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm looking forward to our trip. I'm pretty pumped about it. Uh, yeah. We need to need to get the group text going, get the boys uh, meal assignments, you know, figure out when everybody's leaving. I mean, I told my wife I've already cleared it. Like, she, is, <laughs> she was looking at her family counter. She's like, wait when are you leaving on your trip? And I was like, Oh, it's, you know, this week. And she's like, yeah, but you have the whole week blocked off on the calendar. And I was like, you're damn right. I do. I'm, I'm leaving Sunday night, baby. We're going, we're going Monday through Sunday. So can't believe you know? you're doing this. This is <laughs> out of all the people to do this. You of all people, dude, who have given me so much shit. For, I've been waiting for the year because Chris infamously left one a day year. early and fished the the prime stretch of river before anybody. Why me and my brother were driving down there, and I gave him no, so much we, shit about it. We never, this is gonna. We didn't know what a what what the prime section of river. Dude, I'm I'm catching I'm catching up to your twenty inch total before you even get up there, dude. I'm gonna be sending you pictures of all. <laughs> of all people to leave on a trip three days early, I can't believe you're doing this. What day are you leaving? Whatever day Jeremiah can leave. I, I don't know. Tuesday night or whatever. I, I don't know. I took the whole week off, but I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go up there 
um, I'm not gonna make yeah. it ride without me. So, so that's kind of, um, that's kind of one of the things I missed about the last couple of years is him not being there. So I'm gonna make sure that I maximize that time. So yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I I don't know who's gonna. I know there's been a couple. I think Andrew said he was wanting to go early. Deno said he's wanting to go early. So I think we're gonna actually do a little bit of exploration on the way up there. Maybe hit a couple rivers. Uh, I'll have to look and see. There's not really anything on the way up there, the normal route, that's like, I'm like, oh, we have to hit. So we're going to do, there's one particular river, more of a more of a creek than a river that I'm, I've always wanted to fish, and we should be able to hit it up on the way up there. So I'm looking for, and we're going to have a small group. On I have the way? Jet, yeah. Yeah. On the way. Yep. Slightly out of the way. No, you don't. You're thinking of a different one. Okay. You're thinking, I know which one you're thinking of. Um, Or Bass Burgers. We don't even have to say. (laughs) We already know out of the thousands of rivers in the United States, I know exactly what river you're talking about. Um, We're completely synced. Our bathroom. <laughs> We're stinked, baby. Now that is another option. I, I honestly didn't even think about that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um see how it goes. Um uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm super pumped for that trip. It's gonna be so much fun. Uh it's gonna be the boys are going wild. We've never done one this late in the year. It's gonna be full on like top water, bait fish pick your poison eats up there. Like it's not going to be, it's not going to be no bed fishing to be seen or heard of. It's going to be full summer patterns. They're going to be smashing top water, dude. I might, I might go up on Sunday night. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'll be able to bear it. brother. (laughs) Too much bass burgers, dude. My bass burgers. I'm like sitting here. just like, Screaming. I'm fully scheming. I'm like, well, I am going on a family vacation with Jeremiah the week before that. So I can oh probably. <laughs> I, can I know probably. one thing I will tell you, Dustin, Dustin can't go up early. So there would be someone for him to ride with. Oh, I, so. well, I don't think Aaron can go up early. I don't think Danny can go up early. I don't think Dustin can go up early. I, th- I think that there'll be plenty of people for him to ride with, but. I don't know, man. And it's not like he's carrying, it's not like he'll have an extra boat to take or gear, really. I mean, I'll just have like his suitcase. I can take his rod. I'm scheming, dude. I'm yeah. scheming. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, either way, dude, we're going to, uh, we're making a, it's going to be bigger, better, badder this year. Um, yeah, we're going to have a good time. But, dude, honestly, I don't think I have anything else. What, what do you got? Um, what do you got for the group? You know, any, any anything new in your box you want to talk about? Anything upcoming? No, not really. I mean, I will say... Um, have you submitted your small against fish, you bastard? No, not yet. Um, I have a, a Legend X that I broke a while back that I'm still, like, waiting on back order for. So that's something. Mm. But, no, I've I got, I got my, a, bunch of, a bunch of stuff 
uh, bought a bunch of drop shot stuff for when I go up to Traverse Bay. So, yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what if... we do. You know what? We ended up having a little bit of overflow from some of the donations. Um, so we're at the end of the podcast. Um, an hour and 23 minutes in. I got I got a jackhammer and a uh Smalley or an Achigan sticker pack that includes uh Smalley Games um Smalley ga- or not Smalley Games um a Smalley Talk sticker in it. So a jackhammer and sticker pack for the first person to comment on the post for this podcast on either Instagram or Facebook and hashtag wet boy nation. Okay. You're new. Hashtag wet boy nation. B O I or B O I wet boy or wet. I'm fine. I'm fine with either one. Mm -hmm. Um, First person to comment gets a jackhammer and stickers. Um, So we have, I have a, a, got quite a bit of tackle that we got to get rid of um, from that tournament. We got some extra stuff. So, a uh, big old Z-Man box came in the mail a couple days afterwards. So, um, I bought some Go- yeah. some Gobi Bryant colored TRDs up for up in Traverse Bay. I bought some um, some drop dark sleepers. Tacos. I bought a bought a few darks dark sleeper sleepers. <laughs> um, bought a few. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of Gobi stuff. So, I don't know, dude. I'm really looking forward to that, but but anyways, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, and I mean well. we're uh, yeah we're 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 gonna probably be another three weeks before we record again. So enjoy this one while it lasts. Um, <clears throat> well, we're, we're we're gonna yeah we're, we're gonna do a trip primer. We got to do a trip primer. Oh sure. yeah, I mean I've we got to get get the boys. We got to get, we got to get the, we got to get, we got to get DB on. We got to get Dano on. We got to get some people on here to kind of get pumped. So, oh, Derek um, probably can't go up early either. So, there you go. I feel like he asked me, he might be trying to go up early because he said something. So, we'll see. Um, but Kevin's locked in. Boys are, boys are moist. We're, uh, the boys are bricked up. The cabin's locked in, dude. <laughs> we just need some rain, dude. We need some rain. That's all we need. I'm fully bricked up. I'm ready. So, <laughs> all right. Stay bricked, baby. That's our new hashtag. We'll stay bricked. All right. Yeah. In fact, uh, we're going to cancel. We're going to cancel Wet Boy Nation hashtag. Stay bricked. That's what we're bricked up. We're bricked up. Bricked hashtag up. bricked up. <laughs> hashtag bricked up. That's the hashtag for the Z-Man prize pack. Oh, you're, you're changing it to bricked up? All right. I am because if they listened and didn't go, because you know what's going to happen? They're going to listen. And during the podcast, they're going to comment it. And they're going to be like, oh, crap. It's the wrong hashtag. And they're going to have to comment again. Yeah. So we'll see. So, yeah, you got to listen to the listen to this torture all the way through the 90 minutes of it <laughs> but all right dude well have a good night uh till next time free the fighter baby free the fighter so, see you buddy later